tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Will know your name. Good evening, Ghana, and welcome to Personality Profile here on Joy 99.7 FM. I'm so elated that we are back. It's a new year, and I'm excited that we're actually going to have amazing episodes this year. Look, as we step into the new year, anticipate engaging and enlightening conversations with seasoned business leaders, accomplished individuals, public figures, uh, government officials, uh, influential people you know yeah anticipate it's going to be good look your loyalty to our personality profile is truly appreciated and we're committed to bringing you even more inspiring discussions in the days ahead thank you for being part of our journey and stay tuned for the wealth of insights that's to come yeah i'm lexus bill on behalf of the crew i'd like to say a welcome and to start of the year we have a very very interesting conversation for you yeah i'm hosting a very hard working man yep a distinguished figure in ghana he has had an illustrious career spanning over 35 years in the in the real estate sector here in ghana yeah he's led a team to deliver over a thousand affordable homes here in ghana and still counting 
from a background of landscaping and as one of the few people with an excellent track record in landscaping, he's built an enviable fortune of companies that include the Blue Rose Estates, Blue Rose Concrete Products, Blue Rose Educational Complex, Blue Rose Lodge, uh, Blue Rose Medical Center, Blue Rose Sports Complex. He actually established Blue Rose Florist first, a landscaping company that spearheaded various monumental projects across Accra, from the Tetequashi Interchange to Liberation Road, in Koko Bypass, ACPS, landscaping in Pokwase. I mean, I can go on and on and on, including the beautification of several government institutions. His professional credentials include a certificate in corporate governance and project management. Now, he has shared his insights and experience expertise at various international forums notably the european business summit and he's actually even authored the book born to serve in fact he has another book that's coming in a few weeks it will be launched later next month i think very early next month and the title is called my testimony he details how a young man living with his sister you know would take charge of beautifying their new home somewhere in achimota get so many plaudits for it and start a whole business in fact his consulting room was a salon <laughs> and from there he actually monetized all the gigs that came his way and built a very huge empire this is an amazing story and i thought that look we need to hear it he's a very affable man great personality and he's my guest founder and managing director of blue rose limited and the first vice president of the ghana real estate developers association greater mr eric ibu aqua chairman <laughs> so good to see you man how are you Thank doing you, I'm, um, I'm excited to, to host you today and, i'm also uh, excited to be on your pro yeah, program because yeah. i've been a big fan of your program. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, you listening sometimes? Every Thursday, I listen to it. Wow. I don't miss it. Why, why do you Why do you stay tuned in like that? It's good to hear people's story and also learn from it. Yeah. And I've been listening to it for a number of years, and I always pick one of two things. Oh, there you go. Well, in today life, we... you keep learning. Yes, yes. Today, we get to hear your story <laughs> as well. <laughs> so, welcome. But how are you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, too. Oh, it's a new year, and it's a year with a great expectation. Yeah, yeah. I believe that when you expect good things, good things come to you. Yes. Look, first of all, I really need to congratulate you because I had the chance to see the Blue Rose City in Kaswa, which has some really amazing developments, and I thought it was really huge until you told me that's just phase one, and there's phase two and three coming. Must have been tough getting where you are. Prayers and dedication with dedicated staff is easy. Yeah. The work is like a hobby to me. Oh, wow. Wow. You enjoy doing it. I enjoy serving. Yeah. One of, one of my favorite quotes they say if you enjoy what you do, you never yeah. get to work a day in your life. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm excited that you're here. But how has the year started for you and the team of Blue Rose? Oh, the year just started. And, you know, construction. When you demobilize, it takes a bit of time to mobilize. Okay. So now we are fully mobilized and that started good. And okay. We have big expectation for the year. Okay. I, I understand you are actually launching a new book called My Testimony. Is it that you are at the point where you realize that, oh, you have lived life, you have made it. So you think, okay, why don't I share my story with other people? Why don't I 
you know, inspire people with my story. Is that what you seek to do? Partially so, but uh, my main focus of that book is to also, you know, let the youth know that you can make it in Ghana here. I want them to listen to people who have stayed all their life in Ghana, mm. who started very small and have been able to do it despite all the challenges. Okay. So this book is mainly targeted to the youth. Okay. And I'm also launching it on my 60th birthday. On your 60th so, birthday? Which is so special to me. No, that's so that's a gift I can give. Wow. So you're retiring very soon. Um, <laughs> no, the first phase of retirement, retirement is starting. Um, moving to another level. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. On your 60th birthday. Okay. Now, we, we can get a sneak peek into the book, into your life, actually, even before the book comes out. Yeah. So let's get to the beginnings. Where are you from? I'm from Ejimakoba. Um... It's a small town from Sudro uh, to Ejimako. It's just uh, in between. And it's a very lovely place to be. Okay. Uh, that's where you were born? That's where I was born. That's where my mom came from. And my dad came from South Pond, Achenfo. Okay. Okay. So how was, how was it like growing up as a kid? Oh, I was born at Ejimako. I started school at uh, Ejimako by... Uh, the bar had a school, but I couldn't get enrollment in the school. So I have to travel to the next village, which is called Eshim. Why didn't you get the enrollment? Oh, uh, the school was full. Virtually, it was it full. Was full. Okay. No, this was the days that when you are six years, you have to go to school at six. So at that time, I didn't have the opportunity. So I went to the nearby town, which is not too far away from there. Mm -hmm. So you walk about two kilometers, you go to school. At the age of six. Okay. But how was growing up? What were your, what were your parents into? What, what, what did they do? Uh, my mom was into selling of materials. Cloth. Uh, uh, cloth. Okay, fabric. Uh, so, uh, fabric. And those times, you didn't have a, a, a shop. So... Uh, certain days of the week, you go and sell it at a Jumakon. Then in the market day, uh, Saturday and Wednesday, you go to Mankasim, go display, and come back. Okay. This was a very hardworking lady. Okay, and your dad? And my dad was an education officer. Mm. Um, he was living in Sopon, and he started as, uh, as a teacher. He graduated to be an education director in the district. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we would say that you were not that bad. Life wasn't that hard on you. Um, I would say life was a bit tough because I was coming from a, like a second wife. Oh, I see. You know, your, your, your mom was a second wife. My, my dad had a missus and I was like a, 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 a side son. You get it. So mm. we didn't have the opportunity of accessing to my dad so much. My mom single handedly took care of most of the things that and you know, he was just a petty trader. So it yeah. was tough. So at a point he sent us to our dad to stay with, but you know, stay with your step mom and all that things. You don't get it like you are with your own mother. Mama, yeah. Well, what were some of the things that happened with your stepmom? 
Oh, uh, actually, my dad and the stepmom was not in the same house. Oh, but okay. I remember when I was in evening primary school, when my dad was building his house, at the tender age of around 10, 11, we made the blocks. Oh, we were okay. the laborers. Me, I, and my sister Sophia, we were the laborers of the house. <laughs> no, not that he wanted to misuse us, but you know, he was an education officer and he needed to save costs. Yes. So we made the blog. We helped as a laborer to the basin and mm -hmm. uh, part of the construction of the house. Yeah. But you know, they were all things that has groomed me to be to who me. I am today. Yeah. But I mean, if you look back, seeing that your your father had a wife, mm. and your mom was like a a, a, um, a miss a, a mistress, if you go mistress. Yeah, a, mis <laughs> a mistress, yes, yeah. a mistress. How do you think that affected your upbringing? Uh, in a way, uh, psychologically, when you were a child and you know that you are not from the mainstream, it really affects you. Okay. Moreover. Uh, because of that, there was not so much attention to educators, but my mom was meant to make sure that we get educated. Okay. So you will make sure that your school fees, though you are staying with your father, you will make sure that you will send your school fees. Yeah. He will make sure you will send your school cloth. He will make sure that he will stuff up some food in so, uh, somebody's house so mm. that when you are hungry, you can run there and go uh, yeah. eat. Yeah. So that was it. But I think, you know, it was just experience. And uh, my dad was a bit indifferent, you know, easygoing person. Yeah. So it was difficult, but we managed. You managed. Were you the only child between your mom and your dad? No, I was not the only child. Oh, they went to uh, yes. have more. <laughs> I, I, was the, I was the fourth. We had three uh, ladies before me. I was from old. your mother? Yes, or? from my mother, with my dad. Even as a mistress? That's a whole story. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah, that's I'm a just, whole story. I'm just curious, <laughs> you know. What I mean. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a whole story. Your dad was a was a champion man. <laughs> uh, my my mom was a smart woman. He she knew what he wanted. Okay. You see, my mom well, when you say she knew he, what he wanted. No, he was born in the village. Mm. My mom was a twin, and all the sisters uh, didn't go to school, and they married from the village. Mm -hmm. And my mom decided I won't marry no any retreat. Mm -hmm. I want to marry somebody who is educated, okay. who so that my children will also be educated. Oh, so my dad was posted to our village, ah. so my mom decided to serve him. And he served him very well. <laughs> so he had a reward for that. <laughs> wow, what a story. I see. But did they eventually get married? They never got married. They never got married. No, he had the missus. Yeah. My, my mom said that he just wanted a boy from him. So he did one, he had a girl, did second. Another girl. Another girl, he did third. Dead, another and my girl. dad was posted to what? Uh -huh. So, when he saw that message was around, my dad sneak, my mom sneaked in to her. Uh, hey, yes, no, that's why I say it's a story <laughs> of his life. <laughs> <laughs> he, he really pestered my uh, my dad. Wow. Yes, and he went to her. Uh, my dad, you know, didn't want to allow her in, but he was focused. He knew what he wanted, and lo and behold, that was me. And when he had me, he said. Thank God, I'm done. 
So he named me, he gave me a special name because of how I, I he named me Jafta. So my original name is Jafta. Jafta, what does yes. it mean? Go to the Bible, you see who Jafta is. I, I need to look it up. Jafta is a, a son of a harrot. Ah, wow. Who later became, became a leader of the family. Wow. So my mom is a, I always say that my mom is a, a prophetess. <laughs> wow. No, this is, this, is an, this is a very interesting story, man. When you were old enough to understand this arrangement or this setup that your mother had or your mother and your father had, when you were old enough to understand what it is, what did you make of it? You know, my, my mom always intrigued me. You see, he was a lady that knew what he, he wanted and he mm. went for it. Mm. Nothing stopped. No, he had a lot of challenges in that. He was beaten, he was insulted. So many things happened to him, but he knew what, what he, wanted. he wanted. I see. It's perseverance. Yeah. So everything, you know, you persevere. <laughs> well, you can join us via comments on uh, WhatsApp zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. I'm here with the founder and MD of Blue Rose Real Estate uh, Limited, uh, Mr. Jafta. <laughs> the Jafta is in my box. It's in the box. Yes. Yeah. So my baptismal certificate, you know, it had Jafta. Jafta. Okay. Jafta Aqua. Wow. Yeah. So let's get to schooling now. You schooled there? Or? Yes, I started school at a Jumako, mm. a shame. Then I moved. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. My mom said that a man must be trained by a man. So he sent me to my dad at Sopon. So I continued at Sopon Methodist Primary B School at the Beach Road. Okay, so a man must be trained by a man. Yes. Why? He knows that, you see, I'm the, like, that time I was the only son of her, and mm -hmm. you know that when I, I stay with her, you pamper me, yeah, and I will not get 
the vision he wanted for me. Yeah. So he knew that when I'm with my dad, and my dad was educated, mm. and he wanted me to be educated. So he sent me to my dad, okay. whether I'll be accepted or not, but he sent me there. But he made sure that my school fees is paid. Okay. He made sure that he sent my school dress. He made sure that there's food. You know, he had a friend who lives not too far away from our house. Mm. So we make sure that you buy provisions and everything there. So anytime I'm hungry, I can run there and go and eat. Yeah. But he wanted me to stay with my dad so I can take some traces of him. But do you agree that a man has... Uh, I have no option because I was very young. No, no, no. I mean now. The, the, that concept. Do you agree that I, I agree. A, a boy has to be raised by a man? I, I, I totally agree because let me tell you one thing. Anybody who is coming from a family that the wife and the mother are together, you see, you see a different person, a mm. different product. Anybody who also just stay with them, the mom, you also see a different product. Mm. So most of the things that are happening are coming from broken homes. Mm. Mm. I see. Interesting. Very interesting thoughts there. So as a young person, what kind of career did you want to get into? I always wanted to be a farmer. Why? Because when I was young in my village, my grandmom have goats and I was taking care of the goats. Mm. And you take care, they give birth, they give you one. So even at the tender age of about six years, uh, six to ten, I had goats. Okay. And I remember my senior sister, my first sister, when he was going to Vantamine, they sold my goat to pay her fees. Mm -hmm. So I was wearing anymore. I was going to farm with my grandmom. Mm -hmm. We had a cocoa farm that we walk, walks about five to ten kilometers and we'll go to our farm. Our farm was called Butu. Butu? Butu. What does it mean? You know, it's a, it's a small village with just one hut. So we'll go there sometimes, we'll stay there about three days mm. without coming home. Then we'll read, do everything. So I was introduced to farming early in my life. And I remember my, also, my dad also bought me a T-shirt written with the inscription farmers of tomorrow wow <laughs> so i always wanted to be it stuck with you yeah i always wanted to be a farmer and no it stuck to when i got to second school so uh, when i was in second school i said okay i want to do agri mm -hmm. i but unfortunately i did science then at the university i wanted to do agri but i said if i'm doing farming or I'm doing a Greek, I want to do the best, to be one of the best farmers. Mm -hmm. And I've heard about Israel, that the place is desert, but yes, so they have plant. And I said, okay, this is where I want to go to my university because I want to be a practical farmer, not a Thai farmer, mm -hmm. a, a farmer that will be. But unfortunately, after school, that's all level. Mm -hmm. I went to Odanskian school. Okay. All level. I did my Sixth form at Oda, which I did science. So I also loved flowers when I was in school. So when I came home, my uh, my sister had uh, bought a house in Achimota. So I was staying with my sister. So I started changing the the landscaping in the house. And my sister had a small saloon. So people were coming there. They saw the landscaping. It was nice. So they said, oh, Sister Emilia, who did it for you? So my brother. 
So they will call me, oh, come and do my house for me. Then I'll go. Then there were a few flower shops in Accra, one at North Kanishi, one at uh, the T-Junction. So I was visiting them. So I'll go buy flowers, come and change their setting. And I was doing it and I was getting the money. Yeah. And I was also happy what I was doing. Yeah. Though my sister didn't like it so much because it was a dirty job. Yeah. But I love it because I was getting money and you know, I was also getting satisfaction by doing a good job for them. Yeah. And the job kept coming. Then Achimota was then developing. Mm. And there was a lot of houses in Achimota. So I can walk from Achimota to Tantra Hill. Uh, to La Paz and yeah. all the surrounding, there were houses coming up. So I was doing it, and the money was coming. Some were paying me in cities, some were paying me dollars, some were paying me in pounds. Wow! So I come, I displayed them in my, my under my wardrobe, and I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, you you actually jumped a part of the story that I wanted to talk about, and and I actually read that in your book because I had the privilege of yeah. getting there the first copy of your book that's unreleased um, where you came to Accra to stay with your sister but your sister had not discussed with her husband yeah. that you were coming to live with them yes i came um after elementary school my sister invited me to Accra. then my sister was living at dansuma uh exhibition Papaya mm -hmm. street so they gave me the direction to come to Accra. I've never been to Accra before. <laughs> so Hansonic Junction, they said uh, they would meet me there. Then there was no telephone. I don't know how they communicated. <laughs> so I was just put in a car. I got to Hansonic Junction. Then the driver put me there. So my sister and the husband came. They picked me in their Toyota. So when they picked me, they, we didn't go to the house street. We went to uh, their friend's house. Mm. So while they were conversing, I saw that it was no agreement that I'm coming to stay. Okay. So the man was a bit peeve. Mm. So I overheard them and I decided that then I have to make sure that I behave so that I'm not thrown back to, <laughs> to the village. <laughs> so how did you win him over? You know, I made sure that by the time he wake up, the car is washed, you know, the house is clean, you know, when he asked to, you know, he called me, I ran like some, I made sure that I act like, you know, a fool. Mm. So he was very happy. He was happy. So gradually he turned, you know, to like me. Yeah. And I was, I was fully accepted as a member. But you see, something happened just after I've left, um, after Form 5. Uh, my, my grandmom died. Then my sister was not around. My sister was somebody in the family who had a little money. Mm -hmm. So, uh, in average, at Ejumakuban. Then, I have to go as a man to make sure, because I didn't have uncles. Okay. I have no uncles that I can look up to. So, we went, the Methodist church bought the coffin. They bought the coffin in the next, next town called Ejumaku Techimai. Then, you have to transport the coffin to Ejumakuban so that we can bury my grandma. We didn't have money, we didn't have car, nobody in the family had car. So we have to trek at dawn to the next village, which is about 10 to 10 kilometers away. We went, about four guys, we just carried the coffee from a Jumaku Techiman right to a Jumaku Ban. Wow. Yes, and any time I look back 
uh, or I'll go to my village. When I get to that spot, I always wonder if it were this time, people will say that it was a Sakawa. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. very, we didn't have the money to transport. So the best way was to carry because the Methodist Church bought the coffee. Yes. And you have to go for, uh, for it. You have to go for it. So we went for it. I remember we did the bamboo uh, bamboo shed. We put the palm kernel leaves on it to make the funeral because I was the boy. Yeah. And we didn't have the money, but we managed it. So anytime I look back on that, mm-hmm. it really you know, humbles me from where I'm coming from. Wow. Lots of messages are coming in. We're just joining in. Eric Obokwa, Ebu Akwa is the founder and CEO of Blue Rose Limited and also the vice president of Greda. And Wafa Kwame, Ike Arthur says, I'm enjoying the conversation live from Elmina, currently on a working visit and I'm tuned in. Uncle Ibu is my in-law and his story is very, very inspiring. Okay. Uh, Uncle Ibu is such an affable and great man. Learned a lot from him as a young boy living in the same neighborhood. He's still my undisputed Scrabble champion in Ghana. <laughs> Joe from Medina. Oh, yeah, a Scrabble champion. Oh, eh? yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I see. Edmond uh, Awaiti says, Good evening, Alexis. Your, the story of your guest is very interesting. We should never underestimate what women with determination and commitment can achieve when given the right support. I also like his attitude to serve his sister's husband. The youth of our generation must uh, serve with humility and integrity. And that's from Edmond Awaiti. Thank you, Edmond. I think I totally agree with all these comments uh, that are coming through. Wonderful stuff. Okay. So now you are uh, in a crowd. You've started this landscaping business which is obviously doing well from the, the saloon <laughs> consultations yeah. and whatnot how did you scale it up and, and decide that, okay i'm going to stay here and make it a business then we're staying at achimota mm-hmm. and achimota was a new neighborhood so um my sister has built a house i was living there i've just finished school i was waiting to do my national service so I decided to beautify the place because I love flowers. When I was in school, there's this flower called Forget Me Not. Mm. Every weekend, I would just go and take, it's a yellowish flower. I like the smell and the color of it. I'll go and spread it on my bed. And I'm oh, happy. Wow. When I'm going on prep, I'll just put some on my table all around. I see. So I love flowers. So I started you know, beautifying the place. I did it, you know, as a passion. Nobody forced me to do it, but I decided to do it. And my sister had a, a salon, so mm-hmm. people were coming there. So they would come and they would ask, oh, who did the flowers? So they would introduce me. So I started doing it, then it started expanding. Every person I get, I, I, I put it in. So at a point, the whole place was full of flowers, and it became a nuisance. <laughs> <laughs> so one day, at a new plan, new plan where the Mekong collapsed, mm. that very plot, Mm-hmm. I was just passing then I saw that the place was bushy, mm-hmm. very, very bushy, and there was a bro factory close by. So I went to the bro factory, I asked about that plot, whether I can use that plot. And that very day, that uh, lady said, oh, it's for my brother, you can use it from today, because people were just defecating there. Yeah. So he just gave me that plot without paying a pesua. And that day I prayed, I said, Lord, I'm using this plot for 10 years. And... For 10 years, I was on this plot. I never pay a dime. Wow. I never pay a peso, and the business was flourishing. Then I move on to establish another one close to where Achimota overhead is. Mm. There's a gutter there. 
I saw the gutter, I saw the water, and I saw that it was a good place. So I also established one. Then the charcoal cars will come to the opposite. So I also established one. Then I also move on to establish one at Dansuma, where Ghana Telecom, the Vodafone are, where they are built. It was a rubbish dam. I established one there. Then I went on to establish one at Dansuma Exhibition, around the runabout, the left side. And one thing that motivated me was that, that time, the young guys were coming to me and they needed a job. So I have to find a way to provide them jobs. So when they come, I'll train them. So when I train them, then I'll establish and I'll put them there. Ah. I'll train and I'll, I'll put them there. So I had four flower shops in Accra. Wow. And I started making the flower pot design. Most of the flower pot designs are my own design. Mm. I'll just, some of them, I would just wake up, then think of hexagon, then I'll find a way to do it. Then I'll go to those who carve wood mm -hmm. to do jamie carving for me. They will do the mortar, then we'll put it, then you have a flower pot with jamie. So we started introducing that. And people like it. Yeah. And the money was coming. I tell you, flower business is a, a very good business. Is it? Yes. Wow. It's, 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 a, it's a gold on the rubbish dump. Wow. The flower business. It's a very good business. Very, very good business. And that is actually the the foundation of all that you've created. Yes. That is. I wish I'm so into flowers. And that is why you named your company Blue Rose. Yes. Let me tell you the story of Blue Rose. When I started, I had the name Golden Touch. I started at the eight, then 89 August, I decided to register. I went to register general with the name Golden Touch. When I got there, I don't know, the name Blue Rose just dropped. So <laughs> it dropped and it dropped with the meaning. So I chose Blue Rose. Then this story was that people anticipate that Blue Rose exists, but they have not seen Blue Rose. So you are unique. Yeah. You are a solution to something that people are thinking about. Something that they're imagining, but they can't yeah. really seen it. Yeah. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Wow. So I uh, use the name Bruce. Always people ask me whether your wife is Bruce or what. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, you actually have one of the biggest estates in, in Ghana here. The, the Blue Rose City in Kaswa, yeah, which sits on what? 
very huge piece of land. How many acres is that? About 200 acres. 200 acres of land. Yeah. And you've already developed over 900 units. So far, we have about 1,500. 1,500 uh, units? Yeah. Holy moly. So, first thing is, <laughs> how did you acquire such a huge plot of land? Were you a rich man by that time? I was not a rich man. We, we bought that plot without any money. I was just one day, I went to Southpond Bible School for a graduation. I was coming from Southpond to Accra. Then I got there, I saw the land, and something within me told me that this land is for you. So I went looking for the owner. They showed me the owner. I went and said, can you buy? I said, yeah, I want to buy. Then I've started the estates, mm -hmm. but I didn't have the money to buy. Okay, you had started building houses yes, already. No, that is not our first estate. We have different estates. Mm -hmm. That's about 11 sites. Oh, I see. So I went, I said, oh, give it to me. Give me, let's have a sales agreement. Give, give me a payment plan, and I'll pay you over time. So we had a sales agreement, not drafted by any lawyer. Me, I went to draft it, and he signed, I signed. <laughs> <laughs> wow we had a sales agreement and uh he gave me a period of about um two years to pay but because i was already started building because mm -hmm. let me tell you how i started building then i'll come back mm -hmm. i had two plots i bought two houses on it then after some time, I said, I want to sell those houses. It took me four years. Nobody was buying it. I can mm. Then later, one body came and he bought one. He left with one. And the second one, two people came at the same time. Mm -hmm. So when they came, me, I thought they were joking. By the time I saw they have, all the two have transferred the money into my accounts. <laughs> so I have to go to one and tell you. No, somebody has paid first. So you give me time. I'm going to board one for you. But I'm going to improve on yours. Mm. The other one, the three bedrooms, has two turrets. I said, I'll make it all in suit for you. <laughs> and he agreed. So I did it for him. He was happy. And he also brought friends. Ah. And people started hearing of me. Then the state people came. So we need... You know, the drivers and the security people, they came. They also needed affordable housing. Mm. So I so saw, you, how much you have, you come. Then I'll give you a house. So I said that burden. So the customers keep coming. Mm. So I never planned to go into real estate. It just happened to me. Oh. It just happened. I never planned because I was doing my landscaping. But you see, I was working at ACPSS and I saw that it's only Ghanaians outside who can buy. Mm -hmm. And I also thought that Ghanaians here, they need something a bit affordable mm -hmm. to live in. Mm. So I went to discuss with them if they can do some at a lower rate. But they had their, their market. Their market, yeah. They had their market. So, so it means that there was a certain market that was... Uh, not being served. Yes. And it's still not being served because there are a lot of people looking for accommodation, but they can't afford, no yeah higher. I mean, I was, I was totally surprised when I, I noticed that you're selling houses for $40,000 and... 
we started we sell we sold some for ten thousand Ghana CD. One bedroom was going for ten thousand Ghana CD. Two bedrooms. That was, was in the beginning. Yeah. Two <laughs> bedrooms was going for twenty thousand Ghana CD. Three bedroom was going for twenty three thousand. That was yeah. that was many years ago. We are talking about now, <laughs> because 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 now I mean you probably wouldn't get a decent three bedroom for even less than hundred thousand dollars, but you you're selling some houses for what fifty thousand dollars and all. Yes, uh, we it's not just about money. We are happy when people get a decent place to stay, because if I get all the money and people are staying outside, they will come and attack me. So if my service to man is to also help them to have a decent... I'm blessed with burden. Mm. You see, I, I think it's my calling. Mm. I can't even believe that money. <laughs> wow. It's my calling. So I believe that I have to use my calling to help people. Mm. So we see burden is, is like an art. Like you are good in speaking. When we were speaking, I was looking at you. <laughs> you rattle and I said, wow. I cannot do that. But I can also pick a phone and I'll make sure that the house is bought. <laughs> That's well, my calling. That I can't do as well. <laughs> wow. No, man. I, I think you're so interesting and you've got an amazing story. If you're just joining us, it's personality profile and uh, Mr. Eric Ibuakwa's story is really interesting. He's a CEO and founder of Blue Rose uh, Real Estate Limited and the vice president of Greater Ghana Real Estate Developers Association as well. Okay, so now you've got a very lovely business that has so many other parts as well. I have the, the Blue Rose Sports Complex, got an educational complex as well, and all. That's a bit of the whole profile of the company. You see, um, it's not just that profile of the company. We are we don't just but we develop community. So mm. wherever we go, we make sure that at least we want to do is say that when you are there and you decide not to go to town, you can get a few basic things there. Mm. So that's our concept. So we develop communities. Communities. So wherever we go, we make sure that the basic things are there. Like the uh, Blue Rose City, we have a police station there. Mm. Uh, we have a Blue Rose Community Church, mm. which is now AG. We have a children playground. Mm. We have two schools there. Mm. We have a, a shopping center there. So we uh, have a clinic yet to open. Mm -hmm. So we make sure that it's a community. But sometimes because it's a new community, you don't have people who want to invest in. So some of this, and sometimes we are forced to. Do it yourself. Yes, because we are sending people there. And the people you are sending, it's also a market. Mm -hmm. So you are creating a market. So if people will not join your vision to come and do all these Israel things for you to get their community, then some of them you have to start doing. And yes. once you do, it becomes also a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a very interesting concept. I, hmm. Wow, I like that. I like that. What's the biggest challenge you've encountered in this real estate journey? Ah, oh, the biggest challenge. Oh, all for challenges, you know. Life is full of challenges. We keep having challenges. Uh, but the biggest that nearly break me was I, um, I went into a joint venture, joint venture, which was not very successful. Mm. And it got me stuck for about two years. Oh, wow. I got, you know, two years we were not working. And I have workers to pay. Mm -hmm. And I've mortgaged my 
my properties, my land, and everything. That was the biggest. Mm. And just after that, the COVID also came. But wow. by God's grace, we have learned from it and we have moved on. What's the biggest lesson you learned from that? The biggest lesson I learned from it, you have to persevere in whatever you are doing. Never give up. Never. Because sometimes, at a point, yes, I wanted to give up. But I look at people who are looking up to you. I said, no, I cannot disappoint these people. Mm. You look at your children and say, I cannot disappoint them. Look at your workers, you say, so that keeps me moving. Mm. Because, you see, let me tell you, if somebody trusts you so much that when I, I come to work, I will get my dairy and my children will eat. Mm -hmm. You can't just wake up one day and say, I've, I've closed the company. So whether it's difficult or not, you have to make sure that you smile. Yeah. You have to keep, keep, keep your head up. And i tell you one thing. I've learned that every train that goes is a preparation of greater things ahead. Mm. So the bigger the things ahead, the bigger the challenges. Mm. Mm. And when you're able to go through challenges, you know, it's, it molds you to be a better person. Mm. Now I look back, I see all these challenges, and I'm happy I went through them, though it was so easy. Yeah. But I'm happy I went through them. It has given me different perspective of life. Yeah. Now I understand things in a different way. Yeah. And it's also a hammering experience. Yeah. Sometimes we think that you know it all when some of these things don't come. And it's also come to test your feet. Right, right, right. What's your biggest regret? My biggest regret. Um, one word I've always said I don't want to say is had I know. Hmm. I don't have had I know in my dictionary. Certain things have happened to me that is not too present. Mm -hmm. But I've learned from that. So I'm happy I went through them. So that I can also use my experience to also tell people about it. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about regret, nothing really come to mind. Okay. Okay. Uh, lots of messages uh, coming in. 055 You can share. Uh, Nicholas on our Facebook live stream says, Mr. Erika has actually taught me a lot. A lot. And determination is one thing I'm taking out of today's, uh, today's interview. Persevering earns you great things. Yes, and Hajj Sailor says, uh, uh, he's my boss, down to earth, but very focused when it comes to business. God bless you, director. I'm really enjoying the program. Great man with a good heart. And that's Alaji. Yeah, I said his name is Alaji. Yeah. yeah. He's one of my hardworking guys. Wow. I've worked with him for about 25 years. Wow. Most of my workers have worked 25 years, 18 years, 14 years. It's, a, it's like a family. Mm. We are all happy. Mm. Mm. I see. So the real estate industry, you are focused on affordable, affordable. homes. Um, but a lot of people say that most of our properties in Ghana are overpriced. We say affordable, but how affordable is affordable to people? Yes, uh, I believe that most of the properties are very overpriced because uh, some of the prices that you can hear matches to 
well, most of the top cities in the whole world, like uh, when it comes to Accra, the Labondis and the airport, uh, some of the prices it matches to those in Manhattan, New mm. York, and other places. But you see, everybody want to be in the center. Mm -hmm. Nobody want to stay asked. Mm. I decide that I want to stay asked of town. Okay, so I had my modest prices. Mm. But if you want to stay in the center, then you must be prepared to pay. Mm. But somehow it's overpriced. But if they want it, now if you have land in the city, you can pay about $5 million for one acre land in the city. If somebody buy one acre at $5 million, then expect that whatever you put on, you also make sure that the <laughs> prices will be. So, yeah. Everything is overhyped in Accra here. Mm. That one is true. Even Wache, when you eat Wache at Isegon and you eat Wache at Kaswa, you see that <laughs> the Kaswa one will be about 10 times less. <laughs> so you have to decide where you want to live. Yeah. And you've lived in, in Kaswa for... I lived in Kaswa for about 27 years. And I tell you, it's the best place to live. But you people have a lot of possession, which I don't know where you got it from. Which people? No, a lot of Ghanaians say Kaswa. Is they say uh, you people. I, why? I, what have I done no, to you? No, you are a city boy. <laughs> I've lived there 27 years with my family. We are happy. And mm. I tell you, even if you dash me at Trasaco, I'll move. Maybe I'll rent it and stay there. Mm. I love the place. I love the place. And you see... What is it about the place? No, the, my focus was also to help develop Kaswa. Mm. When I moved to Kaswa, there was no police station. Mm. There was nothing. Now Kaswa boasts of a, a regional police post. Mm. There was nothing there. There was nothing beautiful. Mm. But I tell you, it's one of the top emerging cities in the whole of Africa. Mm. I see. I know and a lot see, of developments going where, on there. Where the beat is, is where the watchers go. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I see. Oh boy, oh boy. I mean, I absolutely enjoyed this. What's your greatest fear? My greatest fear. My, my greatest fear is that I will miss heaven. <laughs> As it stands, do you think you will? Oh, I think, um, I know I'll be among the first people to go because. Oh, you're I miss, sure about it? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I mean, I've, I've totally enjoyed having this conversation with you. When 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 is your book uh, coming out? Uh, my book is coming out on the 9th of February. Okay. Which also marked my sister's birthday. Wow. Which marked my first retirement. Yeah. To greater things ahead. Yeah. Um. So I will have a small ceremony to launch the book. Okay. And my after that, we would like to visit a lot of schools. Yeah. Talk to them share some of the books with them mm. and you know how to raise a lot of young guys who think that there's no hope for them mm. that's my what is ahead that's wonderful um like i said i i was able to see phase one of the blue rose city um so it means you have more developments coming up oh yeah we'll continue to work okay because people will continue to um People continue to need accommodation. Mm -hmm. uh, there is uh, also uh, a push somewhere that we must also develop something in one of the West African countries. We are looking at it, and if we get the green light, we'll also start something in one of the West African countries. Okay. But now, 
Our goal is to make sure that houses are a bit affordable. Uh, I don't like the prices we are selling now mm -hmm. because of late prices have really escalated. But we'll try our best to make sure that whoever comes to us who need a decent place to stay will have a decent place to stay. Okay. We also want to end the story that people will give their money to their relatives and when they come down they don't get their houses. Mm. So we have quite a sizable foreign customers that mm. we serve. Uh, they are happy and because of that when they are happy they also make sure that they also tell people about it and they also bring people. And once they are happy we are happy. Yeah. And that is what keeps us going. Good stuff. Thank you so much. I'm grateful that you spent time with us. God bless you. You have an amazing story. I've learned a lot and I'm sure our listeners as well have enjoyed this conversation. Thank you. And you know, I know you are a very great guy. Nice also having me on the station. And I believe this is the beginning of great things that are yet to happen. Absolutely. Mr. Eric Ebu Aqua is the founder and CEO of uh, Blue Rose Limited and Vice President of the Ghana Real Estate Development Association, Greda. And he's been my guest on Personality Profile today. If you missed any part of this conversation, the video is live on our Facebook. And believe me, we had a very good conversation. Very interesting angles to his story. And you'd want to relive it. Um, I've learned a lot and I hope you have as well. Very shortly, Uncle Ken will take over the radio. And uh, of course, expect nothing but very good music. Eclectic selection of good music from Uncle Ken here on Joy 99.7 FM. Uncle Ken Afishapa, so good to see you. Hey, Kwame. Yes. Yes, how are you? I'm feeling we am so. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yes, long time no see. Yes, yes, I'm so happy to see you. Yes, I've been away for yes. a while, you yes. know. Yes. Welcome back. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm back. Welcome, Uncle Ken. Uh, good evening to your guest. I've yes. been listening to his story. Yes, very interesting story. Very interesting there. story. Thank you. Yes. Uncle Ken takes over now. Thank you so much, Uncle Ken. Over to you.
politicians, be preachers. Be believers, be leaders, be astronauts, be champions, be truth seekers. <laughs>